0: We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. And we're continuing with the Kandelvi book um, on the section how to read the book. Okay, go ahead.
1: To derive full benefit and enjoyment from this book, it is important to understand many of the terms that are used repeatedly,
0: some more, some less, throughout the book. Okay, so... One issue with any field is what we call the istilah or the mustalah, which is basically the terminology, right? And and so every field has its own terminology. And we would often think that, okay, this is Islam, it's all the same. No. Uh, Islamic law has its own terminology. The sawwuf has its own terminology. Aqidah, uh, Kalam, Usuluddin, they have their own terminology. So in a way to understand this is that iman, in Islamic law, basically means that you're Muslim. Okay, iman in tasawwuf is how close are you to Allah? How much security do you have in Allah? Aqidah, uh, iman means you believe in Allah, the angels, the books, and messengers, right? And so this is the the uh, the terminology that's being used here. Go anyway.
1: Though many new terms are introduced in Sharia and Tariqah, the terms listed below are different in that they are essential to understanding the purpose of this book. The example of these terms is like how the oneness of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la and the prophethood of the blessed Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam are essential to understanding Islam. We ask that the readers familiar, uh, familiarize themselves with these terms and include them in their vocabulary before they begin reading Sharia and Tariqah. Okay. So in the category of Sharia, we have the following. An independent jurist, mujtahid. mujtahid. Mujtahid derives from the root word juhd, which means to exert. In Islamic terminology, a mujtahid is a jurist who is bestowed with the ability to derive rulings from the Qur'an and sunnah. In one hadith, the blessed Prophet says, whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes, for, wishes good for, he blesses them with the understanding and deen. I found the hadith. Okay. In, do you know
0: how to read the Arabic? Because I copied down the Arabic. Yeah. But, uh, I just... While well, you're pulling it up, so this grammatical form, so this is the root word of jihad, mm-hmm. right? And so to exert jihad quite a bit is is jihad mm-hmm. right? And so uh, it's fascinating that okay, jihad in Islamic law is fighting, mm-hmm. jihad in Islamic law is scholarship, mm-hmm. right? So it's saying scholarship is harder than fighting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. What do you got? Um,
0: so I don't know if I'm going to read it right. Let me see. That's so, man uh, yuridullahu bihi khayr, bihi khayr, it's probably yaftahu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's probably yufakkahu fi deen, but yeah. Okay, continue.
1: <coughs> Some of the points gained from this hadith are a mujtahid does not gain deep understanding of the deen through his effort or by, mastery the dif- um, or by mastering the different sciences of the Quran and
0: Sunnah. So, you see the point that's being made? That uh, I can study the entire deen that does not mean I have understanding of the deen. Mm-hmm. And he'll explain it more, but uh, a key point here is that if you're gaining a lot of Islamic knowledge and you're not practicing it, then you don't have understanding of the deen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's continue. <clears throat> this
1: deep understanding is a gift from Allah wa ta'ala, which he grants to whomever he wills. In this way we see the likeness, likeness between the mujtahids and the prophets insofar as that the mujtahids are also chosen by Allah They do not achieve their position
0: by hard work and effort, but are granted it by the will of Allah. So how does that work out then? I mean, uh, the mujtahid is someone who's going to be working hard. Mm -hmm. But it says it's granted by the will of Allah. So Allah Ta'ala is placing in the uh, the both the himma, so like the the ability to work hard, the fortitude, and the desire to, to figure out these answers. Right. And it is a gift. And you'll hear me say many times, even service is a gift, right? Because Allah Ta'ala has opened a window for you through this service to get closer to Him. Mm -hmm. And so, being uh, a Mushtahid is a gift. Doesn't mean it's an easy gift from a Mm -hmm. dunya perspective, but it's, uh, at the very least, it's giving a better understanding of how everything works. Knowledge can be
1: gained through books and people. But a true understanding of deen comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Even if one dedicates his whole life to gaining knowledge of deen, he cannot be a mujtahid. Mm-hmm. A deep understanding is in deen is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gives this gift to his most devout believers and those who have attained a high level of taqwa, iman, and piety. A, uh, though a deep understanding of deen is not given on the basis of taqwa and iman, otherwise most of our pious predecessors would have been mujtahid, it is true that he blesses the people whom he grants the gift of deep understanding with piety, taqwa, and sublime characters. This is similar to how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants prophethood to those who, whom he blesses with the best of character and the highest level of iman and taqwa. Though it is his prerogative to grant
0: prophethood to whomever he wills. Yeah, so you're chosen, right? And and the Prophet peace be upon him was grateful for what Allah Taala had chosen him to, but you know how difficult his life was, and yet the Prophet peace be upon him is up at night crying in tears while doing salah, out of gratitude, and this is what should be forming in the mujtahid, gratitude. Okay. We learn from the above discussion that
1: the mujtahids are exal- uh, were exalted because of two qualities: their deep understanding of deen, and secondly. The purity of their hearts and their of their uh, and their exemplary character, they were blessed blessed with the qualities of love Allah, for Allah subhanahu wa taala, love for the blessed Prophet sallallahu wa sallam, humility, sincerity, taqwa, benevolence, altruism, sacrificing for others, lack of pretension, etc. Though they are, they are known less for their second quality than their first, their personal lives and those who have read their biographies should know or would know are as much as a source of guidance and inspiration for
0: the community as their ru- rulings in the books. Okay, so one thing that's always important to, to try to do is read the biographies of these big figures, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in part to see how difficult their lives were, um, and to see how generous they were, right? Uh, it's very easy to fall into the trap of thinking, okay, this is a great scholar, and um, and then forget the and, and just assume that they have an easy life, and the vast majority of scholars, serious scholars that you'll meet, probably have the most difficult lives, mm-hmm. right? Because like when we're taught that if you're taking the path of elm, um Allah opens the path to paradise to you, mm-hmm. and then often again looking from a dunya perspective, we think that means your life is easy. Uh, what that actually probably means is that your life is going to be much harder.
1: that you continue. <laughs> The four imams differed in thousands of issues, but despite that, they never debased each other or stopped their students from sitting in one another's company or at gatherings. They respected and praised each other even before their students. Therefore, we see that the student of one imam may be the student or teacher of another. For example, Imam Muhammad was the student of Imam Abu Hanifa and also the teacher of Imam Shafi'i. Imam Muhammad was one of the one of Imam Abu Hanifa's main students and who first compiled his rulings in five books.
0: Uh, 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 compiled his rulings in five books, was also a student of Imam Al. Yeah, Imam Muhammad. So basically, the the Hanafi school, Mm -hmm. most of it is three scholars. Mm -hmm. Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Muhammad, and Imam Abu Yusuf. Mm -hmm. Right? And so almost everything will be traced to that. Mm -hmm. What is the point? They're all students and teachers of of each other. And even though they disagree academically, go study with them. Yeah.
1: These facts reflect the greatness of their character and the sincerity of their work and dedication to the deen. When compared to their noble example, we observe that the different we observe that difference of opinion in our time leads only to sectarianism and hatred. Thus, we become aware of the de- de- decadent spiritual condition of our community today, without purity of heart, taqwa, and sincerity. Our and sincerity. Our differences of opinion today have become a war
0: of egos. Yeah. and so you see that, right? And you hear how much I speak about connections and building connections and such when you start alienating, uh, what's causing alienation is focus on the nuffs. Mm. So here the language is war of egos. Mm. And so the lower your nuffs is, the lower your self-centeredness is, then the more you're seeking connection with everyone else. The more you have an inflated sense of yourself, the more you feel like you don't need other people, and you automatically become uh, um, what's the word? jealous and full of rivalry and, and, and such. And that's what you see a lot of. right, And that's where everything falls apart. So, just a, as a quick question, yeah. does this like, this is just for like, uh, like
1: obviously, like opinions within yeah. the Sharia, but like, what about like if it's differences in Aqidah or differences in
0: something? So, differences in Aqidah in primary matters, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, won't happen, right? Uh, differences in secondary matters may happen. Yeah. And secondary, when we're speaking of differences, it's usually someone is including something, the other person doesn't disagree with it. Yeah. But just believes it's not necessary to include as an aqidah matter. Like, okay, uh, would action be included? And in, you know, would the determination to act upon Allah's commands be an aqidah matter? Just yes. a determination. Okay. So some will say it's assumed, and some will say you no, know, we have to list it also, right? And so, but then if we get into a, an aqidah with a different sectarian group, yeah. right? Then uh, you'll find a, a few different approaches and. Uh, one is to regard the people of another sectarian group as as and to take that to its full conclusion means that you let Allah deal with them, mm-hmm. okay, uh, or you take take them as ahl uh, al which means that okay, they're still Muslim but they're innovating things, mm-hmm. right, and then the worst is is to regard them as kafir, and kafir is a very careful thing because you know the narration, if you call someone a kafir, one of you is definitely a kafir, mm-hmm. and so that have to be very very careful about. Sometimes you do need to speak out. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, but that requires a lot of deliberation because if you're speaking out you might cause further uh, further difference mm-hmm. or further uh, division. Mm-hmm. You yeah. And it takes a lot of very very careful consideration. Right? Mm-hmm. But the best is usually I mean outside of friendship, you know, and and interaction, it's, you know, two different people will pray separately. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: No one has a deep, a deeper understanding in Deen than the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself. Yet, on certain occasions, the Blessed Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself was corrected through revelation. Uh, for example, prisoners in the Battle of Badr. Of a mistake in his Ijtihad, this point illustrates that uh, different that deep understanding in Deen doesn't necessarily mean that one is always right, a difference of opinion as amongst the Mujtahids, indicates that righteousness is not biased in favor of one imam. Mm-hmm. One imam may be right in one issue, while another imam may be in another. Yeah. So,
0: the schools of law, i.e. what the Mushtahid is creating, is a system of interpretation. Trying to figure out how to get the best interpretation, the most consistent interpretation. Okay? Where only the Prophet, peace upon him mm-hmm. is always going to give you the right answer on matters of deen. Mm-hmm. And then, in matters of dunya, he may, uh, he may not... Right, uh, Do you know what this example is, where on occasions the blessed prophet himself was corrected through revelation? Uh, not this
1: example. I was going to ask you about it. Okay, go
0: ahead. No, I was going to oh, ask okay. you about it. okay. So basically the question is, what do we do with the prisoners? Okay. The prophet and, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr uh, are saying we should ransom them off. Mm-hmm. Okay, And Ahmad is saying we should execute them. Right, And, and then the prophet received revelation. I don't know which ayat is saying that they should be executed, right? And so here, Omar had the correct answer, right? Um, And the Prophet was corrected, okay? And so he has wahi uh, to make sure his answers are always correct, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, You and I don't have wahi. And so we come up with the best answer we possibly can. And they're coming up with the best answer. And this also includes uh, academic conversation, critiquing each other. And it may be that you're right and I'm wrong.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. Uh or it may be that you're more right than I'm wrong than I am. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know, Allah Ta'ala and rewards us for the effort. Mm-hmm. And if you're correct, then you'll get double double reward. And so what is key in this point is the effort. Right? Okay. Let's uh let's do these next two and then we'll stop.
1: Yeah. Okay. The person not bestowed with deep understanding of Deen will practice Takleed. Taqlid is following the mujtahid without asking for proof and accepting that the mujtahid pr- uh, pr- uh, possesses proof for his ruling. <clears throat> An example of taqlid is like going to a doctor when we are sick. When the doctor prescribes something for us, we don't question him and demand proof and explanations as to why he prescribed one medicine and not another. Okay,
0: so so the word taqlid comes from uh, the yoke you put around a horse's neck, right, to lead it someplace. Okay. And this, in terms of American context, is, uh, is, in the idea, it's repulsive to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That, you know, why should I listen to someone else? I have my own brain. Mm-hmm. But all of us practice that lead, whether we realize yeah. it or not. Right? And the key point here is, uh, either you can try to figure out your answers to your questions, or you can go to an expert. Okay. And the expert also has training in how to figure out answers. Mm-hmm. Okay? I won't have the training. And so I might find an answer that is wrong and it becomes detrimental. Just like if I go to, uh, I always give this example that I go to, um, what is this, uh, one of those uh, online um, medicine websites and insert my symptoms yeah. and then I'll conclude my illness and then I decide the medication that I need. In America, thankfully, you can't get a medication without a doctor's prescription. Yeah. Uh, but let's say I get something over the counter but it's the wrong medication. Yeah. I'm going to make myself sick. And this is one of the fundamental critiques of the Salafi outlook. Now, you'll you'll hear me critique the Salafis quite a bit, not mm-hmm. in anger or not in hatred, but saying that that uh, a lot of times there's a notion in America that I have an education, I can go study this myself. What mm-hmm. people don't realize is that they might be making themselves sicker, okay? And they may not notice, but it'll play on their children. Yeah. It'll play on the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Continuing. A muqallid, a person who
1: practices taqli.
0: Yeah, Yes, straightforward. for
1: uh, Madhab. Madhab means a path or way. It conventionally refers to the four schools of Imam Shafi'i, Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, and Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Though other madhabs existed in earlier Islamic era, their muqallids, muqallids died out, and very few of the rulings of their imams were preserved in the books. As a result, the word madhab becomes large, largely associated with the above-mentioned four madhabs only.
0: Okay, so we'll talk a lot about this. But one point I uh, wanna draw your attention to is how many times in our tradition the word path appears. Sharia is path. Madhub is path. Sira is the path somebody walked. Mm-hmm. Even within Madhubs, the Book of Imam Malik Muwatta is the well-tread path. Mm-hmm. And so at some points to think about when you have a path, or even straight path of course, there's a destination, and there's focus on the destination, and there's movement towards the destination. Mm-hmm. And so think of our deen as this active, Thing, not just something dead that sits in books. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as homework, what I'd like you to do is do some more research on anything else you can find uh, in all these terms. Okay. Sharia, mujtahid, uh including uh, Taqwa, uh, um, Taqlid, Muqallid, Madhub, mm-hmm. okay, as well as see what you can find about the biographies of these four people.
1: Oh, Shafi'i, okay. Abu Hanifa, Imam
0: Malik, Imam Ahmad. Okay. And if you need some ideas on where to look, you know, text me inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Any questions? Let's stop right here. Oh, um, yeah. I had a
1: question for yes, the other sir. day. Um, it was just like I because I, I went through the lecture. Yeah. And when you're talking about like celebrity scholars, you said that they have charisma. So, like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And like, what do you So that usually,
0: that when we're going to someone who's who's like on the stage, mm-hmm. um, and you can see a lot of people, or a lot of people going there. I guarantee you that person's probably a really good speaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, might might uh, even be a good dresser. Sometimes it's one or the other. Okay. It doesn't mean that they don't have any knowledge, mm-hmm. but what we're being attracted to is their charisma in speaking. right? Yeah. Because there's a whole bunch of other people who are far more knowledgeable yeah. who don't have that attractive package.
1: See what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was, I was just wondering why you yeah.
0: heard this yeah observe this uh, when when you hear um, you know when you uh, like when you go to like some you know some speakers in town mm-hmm. and everyone's there, try to figure out what is the appeal okay. right and this doesn't mean you're judging the intentions of the people, you're just looking at what is the, what seems to be the appeal to yeah. this person, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, actually more, like, if you go to, like, one of the snow lectures, you kind of see, like, everybody's just clapping. Yeah. Like, w- like, literally just one point. Yeah, it's yeah. To. And, and uh, uh, clapping is what you do, like, at a concert, <laughs> yeah. right? A Not if you're getting knowledge. At least you should be saying, well, alhamdulillah, right? right? If you're clapping, then, yeah, it's literally a show. It's a performance. It's yeah. almost as if they, like, they heard what they wanted to, like, yeah. hear. Or something yeah. Like that. You know, like, this is the point I make to a lot of people who invite me to give talks. If they're ready to hear I tell them, you just want me to give people a good meal. Mm-hmm. Right, and maybe they'll remember the good meal, but they they, they just they you know they feel really satisfied mm-hmm. when they go home, and nothing changes, right? Like this is why, for example, like you guys bring uh, brother Yusuf to to, to Juma- I love his khutbas. Mm-hmm. and part of it is that they're just so straightforward, yeah. right? And and you've heard them many times, and you know how how wonderful his khutbas are, right? So I love it when he comes, right? So very good. Okay, so look up these terms, and then, like I said, if you want some ideas on where to, uh, where to to go, we can also talk about that. Mm-hmm.
1: And just one more quick question.
0: Sure, sure. So when like, in the effort of those
1: people who actually go out and like they have to speak, not yeah. just celebrities, but like people who want to like help out the community. So yeah. if we get a speaker who comes here, yeah. what is their approach? Because like if they understand that like okay, I'm speaking over dinner, yeah. and more than likely nobody's kind of yeah. nobody's gonna digest what I'm gonna say. Yeah.
0: So, is that does that how does that So play out? so you basically got to figure out like what's gonna stay with them. Just like when I'm teaching a semester long class, mm-hmm. you know. I try to organize it so that as much stays with them mm-hmm. as possible, because 90% of what you're going to learn in my class, people are just going to forget. Yeah. right? So I use papers rather than exams, right? and my papers require you to do a lot of thinking. Yeah. So maybe at the very least you're going to develop some thinking skills, but I want you to be able to hold on to something, uh, especially if you have no prior interest in the subject. Mm-hmm that'll stay with you later. Mm. That's part of the reason we have movies, yeah. because it's easy-to-remember movie, That's right. right? And that's part of the reason we have the discussions, is, is it gets people thinking. Yeah. And so likewise, if you're giving a talk, usually it's best to if you can think of one nugget that you give people to think about, okay? And maybe you'll say it, uh, or maybe it'll be implied, mm-hmm. right? Like the basic goal is you want something to stay with them, rather than this just end in that one setting. Yeah and sometimes it's harder than people imagine. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Uh no, then. very good. Um figure out if you if you're interested at in any times over the course of the next week. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe no. we can do on on FaceTime or something. Okay. All right. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashhadu an ilaha illa anta. نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين.